I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This morning, International Alliance, Australia, the US and UK expected to join forces to counter the growing threat of China. Sydney's harshest restriction ends and Freedom Day looks set to come early. Melbourne's public transport network shut down to stop anti-lockdown protesters. And the medical regulator hits out at Craig Kelly for sending those unsolicited COVID text messages. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Australia, the US and the UK are set to make a major international announcement this morning, unveiling a landmark new security pact. Under the new agreement, Australia will be given help to develop a nuclear submarine capability. The three allies will also share information in areas including long-range strike capabilities and artificial intelligence. We'll go live to the US and our Canberra Bureau later in the bulletin for the details. Residents in Sydney's southwest have received some welcome relief with certain COVID restrictions being eased today. People in 12 council areas of concern are no longer subject to a strict curfew, but the Premier's warning it's not the end of the road. We can't move on anything else just now. We need everybody to hold the line. We've seen a stabilisation in the last few days and we don't want to see that trend go the wrong way. We can all see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we still have work to do. 48.5% of people over the age of 16 in New South Wales are now double vaccinated. It's just a few weeks until the state hits 70%. Police will shut down Melbourne's CBD on Saturday in a bid to stop hundreds of anti-lockdown protesters from storming the city. Police Commissioner Shane Patton says transport will be stopped for six hours as officers set up barriers and traffic blocks. You cannot come in. Anyone who's planning to come in, it is an illegal gathering and we'll be doing everything we can to prevent that gathering. This is the biggest game in town for us, to stop this occurring. Meantime, residents in Ballarat are waking up in a snap seven-day lockdown after high levels of the virus was detected in wastewater. They'll be subject to the same restrictions as people across Melbourne. Queensland's vaccine rollout is due for a major boost. Almost 190,000 extra Pfizer doses have arrived ahead of a super vaccination weekend. Those doses will also be used to target 100,000 footy fans attending next weekend's NRL preliminary finals. The vaccines will be administered at a pop-up clinic at Suncorp Stadium. 
Australian researchers have taken a major step forward in the fight against Alzheimer's, identifying the likely cause of the killer disease. They found toxic proteins can leak into the brain through the bloodstream. The discovery could unlock new treatments and, more importantly, prevent it from developing in the first place. At 53, Nell Hoare didn't expect Alzheimer's in her design. She was diagnosed last year. I have photo albums that help you know, me reminisce about all the things I've forgotten. I take it day by day. Um, it's really hard, not just for me, but for my loved ones. Rob Jack watched his wife Margaret suffer for years. Be like a child, you know, you just had to keep track of uh, where she was or where she would be at certain times. Researchers have now unlocked the likely cause of the disease and it's in the blood. There's been no studies which have identified and considered let's remove the insult which is causing the injury via the bloodstream. The insult is a toxic fat protein which can leak into the brain causing inflammation and killing brain cells. The research revealing proteins that cause Alzheimer's are being produced outside of the brain. Our cholesterol is a risk factor for heart disease. We think we've identified a very significant risk factor for Alzheimer's that we can treat. Alzheimer's is Australia's second biggest killer and a clinical trial has now kicked off which could see it treated with a simple tablet. A tablet that's been on the market before to reduce cholesterol. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. Australia's medical regulator is demanding Craig Kelly stop sending unsolicited text messages to the public peddling COVID misinformation. The TGA is threatening the United Australia Party leader with legal action for cherry-picking information about vaccine side effects. It's also alleging the politician breached copyright laws. Mr Kelly says the claims are defamatory and will be vigorously defended. Alarming new details have emerged following a mining tragedy in Queensland yesterday where one man was killed and another left seriously injured when a wall collapsed. The state's Mining Safety Board reported roof instability issues at the Gregory Crinum site 16 years ago before it was mothballed. The 60-year-old man who died was struck by debris when part of the ceiling also gave way. Former Attorney-General Christian Porter may be forced to reveal the identity of a secret benefactor who helped to fund his defamation action against the ABC. The case centred around reports the ABC published about historical rape allegations Porter denies. The Prime Minister is now investigating whether the failure to declare the donor breaches ministerial standards. Queensland's Voluntary Assisted Dying Bill is expected to pass today in an historic vote. Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk insists the legislation won't be changed despite opponents tabling over 50 amendments. If passed, the laws would enable terminally ill patients to end their lives with assistance from a doctor. An almost three-decade-long stint on the run is over for a prison escapee in New South Wales. Darko Desic cut his way out of Grafton Jail in 1992. The now 64-year-old had been doing cash-in-hand jobs and sleeping rough on Sydney's northern beaches, handing himself into police when work dried up due to COVID. 
A new report has revealed shocking insights into how social media is impacting teenagers. More than 40% feel unattractive on Instagram, according to research by parent company Facebook. Kids surveyed also revealed body image issues began when they first signed up to the platform. Around 13% of children could also trace mental health problems back to using the app. The Menindee Lakes in western New South Wales have reached capacity for the first time since 2012. Strong inflows from flooding in January have been filling the lake system and are expected to continue into October. It caps a remarkable turnaround after millions of fish were found dead in 2019 during severe drought. A group of primary school students in Victoria have put on a heartwarming display to help their neighbour celebrate her 100th birthday. The children of essential workers in Dandenong didn't let lockdown stop their party. A surprise choir to ring in 100. Mercy Place resident Joan Foley given the royal treatment. She looked like the Queen she did, and she would have loved that. Students from St Mary's Primary School took an excursion to brighten the day of their elderly neighbour. Because we're celebrating um, um, Joan's birthday and we're really happy that um, she's turning 100. The new centenarian touched by the visit. Beautiful time. A lot of surprises. Joan has five children, 17 grandchildren, 37 great-grandchildren and two great-great-grandchildren. They couldn't attend the party inside, but wanted to make sure Joan felt extra special. Yeah, she was smiling there and uh, waving, and no, it's really good. We thought we'd try and do what we could to make the day special. Due to COVID, the students aren't able to share a slice of cake with Joan, but there's still celebrations going on down here. Biggest day of my life. Happy <laughs> birthday, Joan! Estelle Greypink, 7 News. Billionaire James Packer's luxury giga yacht is on the market for an eye-watering price nearly $300 million. The 108-metre vessel has Rolls-Royce engines, 11 cabins, a pool, a cinema and even a nightclub. Mr Packer recently testified about Crown's suitability to hold a casino licence from the yacht. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is rising, the Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE fell, Germany's DAX traded lower. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed down 158 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng also dropped. The All Lords and the ASX 200 are both trading lower. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,792 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 73 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 73 US cents, 80 Japanese yen and $1.03 New Zealand. Australia is expected to announce plans to turn our submarine program nuclear later this morning as part of a new defence pact with the US and the UK. High-level meetings were held in Canberra overnight with senior cabinet ministers and key opposition members attending. Let's go live now to our team of reporters. Political reporter Taylor Aiken is in Canberra. Taylor, what do we know? 
Morning, Jody. Australia will join the US and the UK in a landmark trilateral security pact focusing on aligning technology and combating growing tensions in the Indo-Pacific region. The announcement, expected to be made later today, will see the three nations share advanced technologies, including nuclear-powered submarine capability. It's expected the US will help Australia secure the new nuclear marine, nuclear submarines, including basing some of their own advanced submarines out of Perth Naval Base. The move will also see a controversial $90 billion program for 12 French-built subs to be scrapped, which are now a decade behind schedule. The Prime Minister convened a meeting of the top-secret National Security Committee of Cabinet last night, also giving opposition leader Anthony Albanese and members of his front bench the rare opportunity to be briefed on this highly sensitive matter. And with submarines widely considered to be a country's most important military technology, this announcement is no doubt going to garner the attention of some of the world's biggest superpowers. Jody? Sure will. Thanks, Taylor. Now to US correspondent David Woywood in Washington, D.C. Good morning to you, David. President Biden is due to make an announcement shortly. What's the nature of this agreement? Good morning, Jody. Yes, we are expecting to hear from the US president in the next 90 minutes or so. But look, already this security deal has been hailed as a landmark security agreement here in Washington, D.C. Today it will allow for that greater sharing of sensitive information between those three countries on a range of issues, including cyber warfare, artificial intelligence and long-range missile capabilities. Look, at this point, it's gone unstated by any officials, but quite clearly this alliance is now designed designed to counter the influence of a rising China, particularly in the Indo-Pacific. And it will be interesting to see how the president answers those questions when he does speak in a short time. Now, the Australian foreign minister, as well as the defence minister, they are here in Washington, D.C. at the moment as part of those Osmin talks. They are meeting with their counterparts at the Pentagon and State Department. And Australian Foreign Minister Maurice Payne, well, she had this to say a short time ago when asked about the new agreement but also importantly to send uh, a strong message uh, about uh, the warmth, the depth, the breadth of the Australia-US alliance uh, and the work that we're doing together uh, to deal with some of the most contemporary challenges. Maurice Payne there leaving those official announcements uh, to the President and no doubt the Australian Prime Minister as well. And of course this uh, new security deal, it also uh, comes just one week before Joe Biden and Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison are due to have their first face-to-face -face meeting. OK, David Woodward, thank you. Wildfires burning in California's Sierra Nevada mountains are threatening some of the largest trees on Earth. The blaze has forced the closure of the Sequoia National Park as fire crews battle to stop the wildfire spreading. Giant sequoia trees, which can reach heights of more than 90 metres, range from hundreds to thousands of years old. There are now 13 large wildfires burning in California. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com. The Duchess of Cambridge has made her first public appearance in more than two months. Kate visited a British airbase to meet soldiers who were involved in the evacuation of civilians from Afghanistan last month. Meantime, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been named in Time magazine's 100 Most Influential People list. The honour comes as members of the royal family posted tributes wishing Prince Harry a happy 37th birthday. In sport, Richmond has been hit with the news that two tall forwards want out of the club. After 31 games, maybe Orchol will move to the Gold Coast as a free agent on a four-year deal. Callum Coleman-Jones is expected to request a trade to North Melbourne. The Demons are set to forego caution and have a full intensity training session on Saturday after only playing two games in the past month. And Nick Natanui has taken out his second straight West Coast best and fairest. Despite the storm completely shutting down Manly's Tom Trebojevic last weekend, teammates have warned that those tactics won't work again in tomorrow night's semi-final against the Roosters. And Brad Fittler has boosted his Blues coaching ranks, adding former Dragons coach Paul McGregor to the team. Ash Barty's season on the tour may be all but finished. The world number one's coach Craig Tizer says Barty may not defend her title at the season-ending WTA finals after they were moved from Shenzhen in China to Guadalajara in Mexico. After spending all year away from home, Barty is taking time away from the court to rest before deciding her plans for the rest of the year. And new vision of that near-fatal crash between F1 rivals Lewis Hamilton and Max Verstappen at Monza has emerged. Verstappen's right rear tyre brushes Hamilton's helmet. Hamilton's team are convinced the cockpit's protective halo saved his life. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, cold, unstable south-southeasterly winds are bringing a few showers to eastern Victoria and the New South Wales coast. A trough is generating some storms in the top end. A trough and front is triggering gusty winds, showers, rain and storms in southwest WA. High pressure is keeping elsewhere dry. Around the capitals today, mostly sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 24 degrees. A possible shower, 18 the top in Sydney. Fog, then sunny in Canberra, heading for 15. Mostly sunny, 18 in Melbourne. Mostly sunny, 15 in Hobart. Sunny in Adelaide, a top of 26 degrees. Possible thunderstorms, just 15 in Perth. And mostly sunny, 34 degrees in Darwin. 